What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Nerdly Informant. Everyone is a nerd about something. We delve into the topics we nerd out about the most. Star Wars, Disney, Harry Potter, and so much more. Join us each week as we take you on a nerdy trip. We are Olivia Matthew, Jackie Murphy, and Shannon Dwyer. <laughs> Shannon is the Natwa today. Natwa! 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 Also known as Nerd of the Week. Yeah, today's topic is the circus troupe that I also like to call circus bugs from A Bug's Life. Woo! I'm very excited because they're all near and dear to our hearts. My sources were pixar.fandom.com, disney.fandom.com, and pixar.com. As many of us know, the circus bugs we all know and love are from A Bug's Life. They bring all that extra comedy we love to the movie, especially while flicks, you know inventive. That's a good choice of words. <laughs> I, like it. I like it. You know, causing some mayhem here and there. Just a bit. <laughs> Basically all the big climactic moments of the movie. It's almost like he's the protagonist or something. Whoa! <laughs> no way! But he's not in the circus bugs. How can he be the protagonist? Very true. Oh my gosh. But one thing you might be wondering is, who is the circus bugs? Because I sure as heck did not know their names. But I looked it up, so you don't have to. I know, I know, is this one named Tad or something? Or Tuck? You're referring or to the... Tuck. Tuck. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. Yeah. And then there's Mantis. And then what's the big dude? The one, uh, never mind. I'm going to leave it till when we get to him. All the members of the Circus Bugs are P.T. Flea, Francis, Slim, Heimlich, Rosie, Dim, Manny, Dim. Gypsy, Manny. Tuck and roll. At the end, <laughs> Malt gets involved, but he's not part of the main true. His name changes, though. To Tiny. To Tiny. That's what I wrote is Tiny, and I was like, his name isn't Tiny until the end. Also, quick question. I know this this might be a little too early, but are the millipedes named? They're the ones that are, like, pooling the The millipedes are not, like, named, like, specifically, but they are technically part of the circus troupe from everything. Oh, because they're almost like guide sales, basically. Yeah, Yeah, they, like, carry the stuff. Oh, there's also a spider, fireflies, and some ants. So first, we're going to start off with the ringleader, P.T. Flea. P.T. is a blood-sucking proprietor of a rundown insect circus that features some of the lousiest acts in the history of show business. I don't love that they're talking about our circus troupe that way. More about P.T., the fastest and easiest buck, even when it means setting himself on fire. P.T.'s, like, actually blood-sucking. Like, he won't even give refunds when the circus act totes goes wrong, which happens more often than not because, again, like, they're not very great of a circus crew, but we love they them. They are great. Just shitty working so. conditions. Did you watch yeah. the movie again recently, though? Because you know, I did. I I'm just saying if I love Listen, <laughs> they're great to a point. Not for, like, actual paying customers, but for onlookers mm. who like to see, you know, like, you know, the people... Yeah, the people who like seeing destruction go down, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. the rubberneckers of the world. I think yeah. they would enjoy it. I think that's a good point. Were they the best circus peeps? No. Did they grab our hearts yes. in the rest of the film? I mean, were they yeah. paid accordingly? Because it seems that they were. They were show. not paid according mm-hmm. to everything I found. They're terrible working conditions. First off, yeah. OSHA would be pissed. OSHA Secondly, would be I don't paid. think they're trained. I think no, I, I think I think some of them might be trained. Well, like the mantis, mean, yeah, the praying mantis, no, and then Manny's pretty. 
He yeah, knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's got like I think they came with them as a as like a package deal. Act. Yeah, they were already uh, out. Yeah, yeah. I can do that. They I found each that. other. Long, you know what would be nice to do is do like a whole like backstory movie on how they got together. I'd watch it. Mm-hmm. Origin story mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> So we're writing it. All right, cool. We'll have to get all the same actor voiceovers. That we can do that. Hard. But you know what? We could just put in the voice actor description that we're looking for someone who sounds like and can insert them there. All and right. then we can get people who are good at that kind of stuff. Frances. Frances is the ladybug we all know and love. Oh, Frances. The misunderstood male ladybug. To compensate for his mistaken sex, he develops a very macho attitude, but he's softened by the cute little blueberry tops from Ant Island. Frances is a BA. With anger issues. Uh, but I think that's what I like about him. <laughs> yes. He's angry. He's very angry. Yeah. <laughs> There's someone that everyone can identify with within the surface bug troop. Like a minimum one person. Mm-hmm. Slim is an intellectual walking stick who takes his acting a bit too seriously. He often ponders his fate and wonders if he'll ever be able to break out of his circus role as the stick and become an actual actor in the show. Some of his stick-like objects he's been cast in the past include a broom, pole, stick, and a splinter. So, you know. I also thought he's the most Shakespearean of them all. He has, if he had the proper training, Slim is going places. So isn't Mm -hmm. there a chance that he was probably trained in Shakespearean acting? Which means he would have been part of an acting troupe Mm -hmm. at some point. Yeah. Which is how he ended up in the circus, because actors don't make money. We're writing it already. Okay, that's happening. For the circus. We're going to shoot a documentary. Yes. She got so I like it. Man. We're writing a book. We're making movies. Watch out, world. The nerdly informants are coming. Wait, when we're writing a book? Uh, that's how this podcast began because we were writing oh, a book yeah. about the dog. Yeah. What? Dang, yeah. outdoors. There was a dog. Right. There was a husky and three deer. Get it together. Yes. Let's watch it. And then I showed you my mic and then we yes. decided to podcast. Okay, so a book. Can now, we pop a book? Of course okay, it's going to be a pop-up book. <laughs> How else are we going to be able to go to libraries and schools and read it? we got to keep the kids interested. Yeah, fair. Pop-up books. Yes. So a book, mm-hmm. now a movie, or a screenplay, or documentary. So much possibility. You know, I've been re-watching The Nanny. We could get it on Broadway. Yes! That'd be why. Oh, man. We could do it. All right, so, man, so many. <laughs> we're going places. I just wanted to say. Remember the names. <laughs> remember, remember this specific... Podcast episode two. <laughs> yes, episode two about a bug's life. And you can't take our ideas as art. Intellectual <laughs> property. Copyrighted. So back right. Off. Copyrighted right now. We will follow and the date is soon. April twenty first at eight fifty three p.m. twenty twenty one. Smacked up circus bugs. Heimlich, who is the Bavarian caterpillar we all know and love, he cannot stomach the idea of battle, but is the happiest when he's munching on food. For Heimlich, eating large doesn't guarantee a large set of wings, but he loves them just the way they are and just the way he is. Because he's the best, because he's a beautiful little butterfly. Look at my little butterfly. Look at my wings. <laughs> look at my wings, I'm flying. You all look like little hearts. <laughs> <laughs> look at me, I'm a beautiful little butterfly. That's who you identify with. So Heimlich, like it's who you identify with. Yeah, I, I, I am. Francis, it's yeah. you. Okay. 
It may be dim. <laughs> I can see that. No, I'm offended. Really I'm officially. You know what? You know what? If you wait two people, you're okay. have a really great description, and you're gonna be really complimented. Next, we have Rosie. Her husbands keep dying on her, but that doesn't stop this widowed black widow spider from spinning a sometimes successful career wait. as a circus performer. Wait, She's it's a black, black widow. widow. <laughs> I know, but it's Widow, black widows, widowed spider. What did you say? <laughs> widowed, black widow spider. It was beautiful description. Yeah, I know. She does mention the fact that her husband dies. Yes. I think it she says she has 12 husbands that have died on her in the movie. Really? I didn't know. She mentions it when she's like chit chatting with the people at the Ant Island. Oh man, I did not pick that up mm. when I mm. just watched that. It's a widow, always a widow, you know? Well. Rosie takes on a sort of mothering role to her fellow bugs, in particular our dear Dim. At first glance, he looks like a menacing insect is a blue rhino beetle, but Dim has a heart of gold. The lovable rhino beetle appears the ferocious star of P.T. Flea's Circus Act, even though he has an extremely low tolerance for pain, as we learn in our first introduction to these characters. Dim is the largest insect in the circus troupe, and in my opinion, the most beloved. Then we have Manny. Manny is a pompous, praying mantis magician who prays for the good old days when audiences responded to his act. He is kind and courteous to his fellow circus troupe and other insects. His acts involve the Chinese cabinet of metamorphosis, which hilariously is the packaging of Chinese takeout. (laughs) (laughs) Though his magic act is not well appreciated by the flies, who are usually in the audience, when he performs for the grasshoppers later on in the film, they take it seriously. And his moth mate is Gypsy. Gypsy is a moth that requires all eyes on her and her lovely wings that help Manny look good in his performance. She's brave, not afraid to defend her friends, and a little sensitive to gore and violence. Gypsy also has a beautiful voice. She doesn't actually like sing sing at any point, but she like harmonizes to herself where she's like checking herself out in the mirror being freaking fabulous. Basically what we all do on a daily basis. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but like she sounds Taylor Swift. Yeah, like she sounds <laughs> yeah, good. Or it's the biggest It's not crackly, yeah. Yeah. She's in the like in the first scene we see her and she's uh messing with her wings, right? She's mm-hmm. like Much better than whatever. Yeah. Then we have Tuck and Roll! For those of you who don't know, Tuck and Roll are twin pill bugs. What I like to call growing up Rolly Polies! They are Hungarian, so they don't speak a word of English, but it's no problem when they're getting a shot out of a cannon or performing acrobatic routines that always end in fights between each other. As you might remember, they're supposed to be the main part of the Flaming Death Act, but their arguing results in the act going totally out of control and everybody being fired. But this doesn't seem to face them because they don't even know a word of English, so they just continually repeat the phrase, You're fired! <laughs> fire! Fire! That's like basically a tidbit of the film for you. And then we have Malt, who I added in here even though he joins at the end because I felt like it was important to include him. He is a grasshopper with a shedding problem who would rather be a stand-up comedian than Hopper's tag-along sibling, which who wouldn't? He also has an unintentional way of messing up all of his brother's plans, <laughs> which works out for us since, you know, Hopper's the antagonist. He also seems to be a bit of a mama's boy. You know, just slightly. There are also ants. They're acrobats, Avi. Then we have the fireflies who do everything that makes the show magical, aside from performing. They sell food in the bleachers, set up the stage, and serve as live spotlights throughout the show. They even use a lollipop to make their butts. Colors, yes. They are the best tech crew of all. Yes. 
I would hire them in a minute for our Broadway show. Yes. We'll just actually have them. Well, maybe (laughs) in Australia, since, like, everything is bigger and badder over there. Who we know in Australia. Oh, road trip. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's more of a, like, fly trip for, like, 24 hours. It's, like, a general vague way to describe a trip. Fly trip is appropriate because flies also because bugs like There's also a spider who is the circus's magician who plays multiple instruments using his legs. Most notably, you'll see him playing the drum roll during the flaming death. Is he Daddy Longlegs? Do I don't remember him. It doesn't mean he's one of like no, the minor peeps. And lastly, but definitely not least, as they are the means of transportation, we have the millipedes. Millipedes. There are two millipedes that are PT Fleet source of transportation, pulling the two Casey's Junior cookies boxes as circus wagons. Fun fact about the Casey's Junior boxes: it's a reference to Dumbo. That I was thinking that. Can I have this? I don't know this if this is true or not, but what Dim reminds me of is the bugs in The Lion King when Dima oh, yeah. uh, eats the Doom bugs. Yeah. That's what you're thinking of. Uh, yeah. They're a lot like those, yeah. Yeah, but that's what I they think of the same me. like bug family. Mm-hmm. I never made any of these connections before. <laughs> I and I call myself them. a big Disney fan. I look for all of them. Like, I'm obsessed with them. Are you trying to say we haven't seen them a million times? Yeah. Okay, I'm more like no, I'm, I'm a Disney fan, and I really love the movies and everything. But I'm really just like a Disney park, Disney entertainment fan, park fan. So you're a Disney merchandiser. I really love going to the park. Ideally, three times a year minimum. I um, I just really I enjoy the movies, but I only rewatch my faves. I am more of a Disney minimal person. Um, I like watching the movies. Um, I was a very big Winnie the Pooh gal when I was a child. So there's lots of Winnie the Pooh things in my life that I still have because it, you know, hits the heartstrings. But I've only been to um, the park one time and I was four, so I don't really remember it. Oh, and fun fact about this. I think I was telling you guys this on my birthday. So um, when I was at the park, uh, when I was four, the, uh, what was it called? 40? 40. 4D ride movie, whatever movie. it was. I don't really remember. Again, I was four. Um, Bugs Life was it. And one of the sensations that they do is they have the bugs crawl on you. And again, I was four. So I freaked out and was screaming bloody murder. And my mom will never let me down. Like, let it, let me let it down. She will always talk about that. It's not like she wanted to be there and you ruined it. Yeah. And I did ruin it. You're right. I did. But I was four and there were things crawling on me. I have that fear to this day still. When things crawl on me, I freak out. It's all because of that. It's all because of that. That, like, Bugs Life ride, or what do you call it when you sit there and you don't go anywhere? It's a 4D movie. It's still... 4D movie. But even, like, the ride thing that they have at Animal Kingdom, what do you call it a movie? Or is it, like, an experience? Experience is probably a better word for it. Yeah. So, the Bugs Life experience has where those little things come up through the seat to touch your tushy. Mm -hmm. So, it's basically kind of exactly what you're describing. It's very upsetting. It Also, I just don't think that 3D experiences should take advantage. (laughs) I'm getting a little heated. Yeah. Should take advantage of us having things come at us 
And then that 4D experience has to blow air, water at us. We're just, I I have to take the glasses off even as an adult to be able to sit there. Otherwise, I'm like blinking and jerking backwards because it scares me so much. So I have a question. Coming back to this thing poking you in the butt. Where is this poking you in the butt? It's just so it's like little nubbies. So there's like little like... Yeah, little things that come up like they're rounded and it's like maybe a fourth of an inch. So just because they say that the bugs can go out first before all the humans is how they do it. So then they all leave, and so everyone under the tush feels the bugs leaving the room. So it's much is, like your bugs crawling. That is very, very disturbing. But under you, which okay. is a very but the idea of the whole again. Thing is see, I think I was there. traumatized. See, as that's a fair. child, and that's I true. still wouldn't like it to this day. Okay, but you're mm-hmm. so you're an avid reader as well. Like you, you love yes. to read too. Yes, uh, yes. So <laughs> that's fine. That's what I thought. It meant. Do you ever remember reading a book and just completely forgetting <laughs> that you're a human being and you're not the main character? Yeah, that is the whole point of the 4D experience movie. Is to right. literally well, make yeah, it yeah, feel yeah. like you are yeah. there and that you I, are a bug experiencing. No, this I understand. Okay. I understand the. I understand the. It doesn't concept. make it any less horrifying. I mean, you're not wrong. I do think that the bees are stinging me, Fair. and I do think that the spider is putting its web on me when I'm in that experience. Yeah, that's I, I know for me. It's very upsetting. I'm petrified of spiders. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Just take the glasses off. I even do it at the Philharmonic, which is my favorite. I'm going to segue. I'm stopping myself. I think myself. what's important is we're not from there, so. I just need that to We know. are not it's from there. We're not from there. We're not from there. Glasses off. It's so much better. Okay. So I appreciate all tiny ants, fireflies, spider, and, and millipedes add to the experience. We'll focus on the main bugs. We first meet the circus bugs when Hopper. No, Hopper does not. <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. We first meet the circus bugs when Flick leaves the colony to find bigger bugs to come to the colony and fight to forever rid them of Hopper and his gang. And also to cover his own ass. Mm -hmm. I mean, he just presented a solution to the idea. Was he to know that his little backpack machine was going to knock the rocks off? No. He knew it was malfunctioning. But also he did, I mean, my, so my problem is, is that we're going to about to watch it right now. It happened in real life. But like, it's so big. Why would he just fling it off of him? And why would he throw it near the egg? I'm box? sorry. Yeah. There are grasshoppers coming who don't eat to eat them, to kill them. They literally say how they're gonna kill the it, queen. It is a mafia thing. You're right. But they, I also, but at the same time, the ants, which they find out and understand later in the movie, is that the grasshoppers need them. So, like, the grasshoppers are not going to just kill all the ants because then they're not going to have any way to feed. True. I don't know. Wait, how do we get here? <laughs> they're very manipulative. Oh, because I was telling Let's you when we back. see the circus for the first time. <laughs> oh, true. Right. The actual first scene showing our circus troupe is Dim and Rosie performing when Dim's foot gets hurt from Rosie's whip as she pretends to tame the beast. Flick first sees them in the city at the bug bar when they were fired by P.T. Flea when his flaming death act went a little wrong. At the time, the circus troupe were doing a Robin Hood act. 
Flick believing them to be warriors, and they believing Flick to be a talent scout. He convinced them to come to Ant Island and help them deal with the grasshoppers. Although the circus bugs were eager to agree and have a quick escape once the flies that prompted their little Robin Hood act woke up, so I think everyone was kind of under false excited pretenses, and it's not necessarily big misunderstanding. Big misunderstanding, lots of little pieces, but okay. But it's the most organized bar fight I've ever seen. Yes. It really was. Unfortunately, it isn't until shortly after... (laughs) He just looked super offended. (laughs) (laughs) He looked upset at me. Unfortunately, it isn't until shortly after arriving when the South Tunnel Elementary School second grade class presents them with a mural showing them fighting the grasshoppers and winning and, of course, the unforgettable play that the circus troupe realizes their miscommunication. Because the only people Flick told in detail are tuck and roll, who don't speak any English. And of course, the phrase is break a leg. Once your grasshopper friends get here, we're going to knock them dead. Can be taken, you know, in both contexts. On the one hand, Flick is horrified that he brought the circus troupe. And on the other hand, the circus bugs are upset that Flick didn't explicitly tell them that they were actually going to be combating grasshoppers. Again, I mean, we're both in the wrong, if we're being honest. Flick begs them not to leave until he's able to think of a plan, which, of course, doesn't work because we are talking about our dear friend Flick. As they're trying to leave, with Flick attempting to stop them, they stumble into a bird's nest, which in itself isn't too bad. But poor Dot is using a dandelion to fly through the air and almost gets eaten. Luckily, Frances, our wonderful male ladybug, catches her and is able to save her life. But they end up trapped in a riverbed. Once they are able to avoid the bird and bring everyone to safety, the circus bugs received a huge round of applause, which makes them much more interested in staying since they're so appreciated. Stroke that ego. Right? (laughs) And, you know, Francis's leg might have gotten broken and needs some time to set and heal. So that too. But, you know, it's really the round of applause. After hearing that Hopper fears birds, Flick proposes creating a model bird to scare him and his grasshopper gang. With the circus troupe taking credit for the idea, the circus bugs are able to build this contraption with the help of this contraption with the help of all the ants in the colony. Meanwhile, Francis is still healing him himself and his <laughs> healing from his injury, and the blueberry troops Blueberry's troop is keeping him company every day by playing cards and bringing him food. I'd like to emphasize the fact that they are not actually blueberries. They're, they're it's basically it's the Girl Scouts. It's basically the brownies. Yes. Yeah. But they're little ants with little blueberries. <laughs> That's a good distinction, though. Friends, they're just little ants with little blueberry costumes. They yeah. wear blue. They do wear blue. See? Blueberries. It's like when you're a daisy in the brownies, basically. You know, before you get to brown. Which I don't know why you go from a flower to a dessert, but it is what it is. I mean, I would rather be a dessert than a flower. Yeah. But then you go to like a junior, a and then it's like. Oh, and it's brownie when I quit. When I got to middle school, there was only one other girl in the Girl Scout troop, so I didn't keep going with it. I just didn't like getting wrapped in the pyramid scheme. I did, it all, you can't go I did it all the way up, but that was only because I liked going to Girl Scout camp. Oh, yeah. So, Girl Scout camp was so fun. Yeah. That's the, we literally didn't do anything outside of Girl Scout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were the we, way it was to like, do it. It, it was, was like we weren't even yeah. It was like we weren't even like in the troop. We were just like, oh, camp's coming up. All right, we got our we got our paperwork in. It's okay. We're still Girl Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, it didn't happen. Through this, Francis 
Through this, Francis. <laughs> Through this, Francis becomes very fond of them. Why was that necessary to say, Shannon? It's okay. Because it is. Okay. It's important. Cool. It, it, he becomes very fond of them, which in then turns until when you come to find out later, they will actually stay. It's because he wants to be a papa. Yes. He he realized that he's actually missing all of that. Because he's angry. I mean, if I was straight chilling and these flies in the audience <laughs> wanted to be like, hey, Mia, how you doing? You look so muscly. What? What workout routine are you on? And I'd be like, that's not a good example. If I was, because there can be some sexy, muscly females out here. But if I was like doing my thing, making circus, not money because they didn't get paid. And these fleas in the audience, flies in the audience were like, hey, boy, how you doing? Come on up over here. Let us get a check. And I just... (laughs) I don't know Whoa. what thing people say to guys in that fashion. No. Oh. Do you know? Because <laughs> I, I mean, hey, like, yo, man, wait. you want to come build me a house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and they were saying, hey, yo, man, let me come build you a house. I'd be like, excuse me, I am a woman. <laughs> you know, like, I'd be mad like, like Francis, oh, too. So being a lady book automatically makes me a girl. Is that it, pal? And they go, what? You're a girl? And then and they, then they come to beat him up. He's a guy. With a like, big, with a big fly. Yeah, yeah. they do a backup mambo fly. Later on, PT Flea comes to Ant Island looking for his troop and reveals the truth about them unknowingly. Because how is he to know that they were telling everyone they're warriors that are there to defeat the grasshoppers? In his defense, PT Flea did seem very excited to see them in the first place, but we know that. You know, they weren't getting paid, so, like, he was really excited for him. But it was all self-serving, so... But it was all self-serving, so maybe not to his defense on second thought. The circus bugs and flick are then banished from the island. The circus bugs and flick are then banished from the island. Luckily, Dot comes after them and... Luckily, Dot comes after them and encourages them to come back because they said they're going to squish... What? Because her... (laughs) I forgot that.
human beings doing it all wrong. Trash. Embarrassing. <laughs> I found it! <laughs> I've been waiting for that for so long. Sorry, Siri. In a twist, rather than the circus troupe coming back pretending to be warriors, the bugs say that Princess Ada invited them as a surprise for Hopper's arrival. Hopper isn't amused at first until Tuck and Roll start fighting. Yeah, Tuck and Roll start fighting with each other, which he is now amused by. The circus bugs continue with their show until Manny takes the queen for a magic trick. His wonderful Chinese takeout one I was telling you about, which makes Hopper demand to know where she is. At that moment, Flick and the Blueberries, Blueberry Troop, launch the fake bird they constructed to scare the grasshoppers. It works! Well, until P.T. Flea sets it on fire, aiding Hopper and his grasshopper gang in the process. But, you know, P.T. Flea then realizes his mistake and assists the ants in driving out the grasshoppers, resulting in all of the grasshoppers except Hopper, Molly, Molly? Malt. 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 <laughs> Good old Fanny. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you put the. I didn't know it was. I did this in three hours on Monday night because I was freaking out because I forgot. So I'm probably back. super excited when I'm like, oh shit, I can't do it tonight. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I get to sleep. Yos. Except Hopper, Malt, and Thumper until Dim and Dot scared him off. Fleeing. Why did I phrase it like that? P.T. Flea realizes his mistake and assists the ants in driving out the grasshoppers, resulting in all of the grasshoppers fleeing. Then Hopper gets killed by a real bird, putting his reign of terror and insult on the ant colony and troop to an end. Following Hopper's defeat, P.T. Flea reforms and becomes less greedy and more kind-hearted. He and his troops spend the winter on Ant Island, mostly because, you know, it's impossible for them to go anywhere with the rain and the snow. Anyways. <laughs> I mean, they could, like, go out and die or they could just stay. Before returning to the circus in the spring and bringing Malt, now called Tiny, working as a strongman, and a group of acrobat ants with them while promising to come back in the future, receiving a kind farewell from the colony. At the end of the film, we're also very happy to see that Heinrich comes out of his cocoon and is transformed into a beautiful little butterfly. Beautiful little butterfly. Butterfly. I know what y'all are thinking. Cool, so you basically just told us. <laughs> I'm killing it! I know what y'all are thinking. Cool, so you basically just told us the story of a bug's life. First of all, <laughs> why are you going so fast? Can I have some of candy corn? <laughs> and that was her Heimlich conversion. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. I know what y'all are thinking. Cool, so you basically just told us the story of a bug's life. First of all, no. <laughs> First of all, no, because that would have been in much more detail, my new friends. Secondly, we're not done because our wonderful surface bugs have some cameos as well. Heimlich and Flick have a small cameo in Toy Story in the Toy Story 2 movie, though it doesn't appear to be within the plot of the movie. Possibly was shown at the end of the credits. Maybe it was before. I don't really know. But Heimlich, Heimlich and Flick are on a tree branch, and Flick is saying how exciting it is for it to be their first day of shooting of A Bug's Life 2, and how he can't believe Heimlich talked them into it. Heimlich says how he can't believe it either, but there's just a small baby tiny thing he forgot to tell. <laughs> Hands very much, so she just laughs at herself a lot, and mostly why we laugh too. So yeah. it's fine. It's hella entertaining. <laughs> that there's just a small baby tiny thing you for. Baby tiny baby thing. A Bug's Life too, and how he can't believe Heimlich talked them into it, and Heimlich says how he can't believe it either. But there's just a small 
baby tiny thing he forgot to tell Flick. And that's how it's a two movie, but it's not a Bugs Life 2. Flick's like, well, what are we doing? I don't understand then. Someone calls action and Buzz Lightyear walks through pushing branches out of the way and they fly off the branch and yell. Pretty great in my opinion. You should look it up on YouTube. They are in the credits of Cars where they are all showed as cars being watched by cars at the drive-in. Very cute, little confusing outside, but if you know cars, which everyone does. You know what I mean. Anyways, very cute. They show the scene with all of them as cars where Flick finds out there are circus clowns and P.T. Flea saying they're the lousiest circus cars instead of clowns he's ever known. <laughs> you should definitely check it out. The circus bugs are also credited as having a cameo in Toy Story 4, but with all the different types of searching I could do, I couldn't find it. But they're in it, so you should go watch Toy Story 4 and find out. Um, before I do my, like, thanks to the circus bugs, do you guys have anything you'd like to add? Well, if not, that's okay. I know I couple laughed and Easter made it really eggs. hard to carry on with anything. A couple Easter eggs as far as the movie goes. Um, when Flick gets to the city when he's in search of said circus bugs... Uh, he walks past a cardboard, um, it's already past this part, but he walks past cardboard and written on it is A113-1195. Um, A113 is the, um, the room in which all the animators who have ever been at Pixar have actually studied at. I think it's University of California. Um, it's like the classroom that they all went to, Disney was there, everything. So they always throw a big ode to that. So in every single movie, there is a A113. I feel like I knew that. Yeah. And it's pretty common Easter egg in all movies. Yeah. Um, also, the ads when he walks in, Pete's Planet Truck. Yeah. Right next to the trailer. Yeah. Uh, by the circus, uh, which is in all movies as well. Um, but when he walks into the city and he sees um, the ads in the city are like Broadway, so the Lion King is playing as one of the ads on Broadway as well, just yeah. like in New York. Oh, great thing. I love it. That's what I have. Yeah. Uh, and 1195 is an ode to Toy Story. Um, I don't remember which one it is, but that was the highest grossing film for them. And it came out in yeah. 1995. Oh, I see Lion King. I saw the Lion King. Did you see it? Right there. In the oh, corner yeah, by yeah, yeah. About yes! And then Darla up there is a reference to somebody who was like ahead of um, the production cast. So that was a throwback. Oh, cover. I thought it was going to be um, Darla from Finding Nemo. Yeah, I thought so as well. Oh, uh, but yeah, when I read that, I was like, uh, also, fun fact. Um, Monsters, Inc., Wally, and Finding Nemo were also talked about, um, when they came up, sat down, and had lunch to discuss A Bug's Life. Wow. Those are my fun facts. A Bug's like Life it. is like a foundation for all great things. Yeah, it was, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like. Which, all four of those movies are part of the, uh, Pixar theory. Pixar theory. Which we'll discuss yes, in the which we will episode. discuss later. Yes. Wonderful. So before we peace out, I'd like to thank the wonderful circus bugs and the actors who voiced them. John Ratzenberger voiced P.T. Flea, Dennis Leary voiced Francis, Dan Hyde Pierce voiced Slim, Joe Ramft voiced Heimlich, Bonnie Hunt voiced Rosie, Brad Garrett vo- voiced Dim, Jonathan Harris voiced Manny, M- Madeline Kahn voiced Gypsy Moth, Michael McShane voiced Tuck and Roll, and Richard Kine voiced Molt, whose name changed to Tiny. Don't forget, as always... Nerdly yours. Nerdly yours, guys. You have a great rest of your day, and we'll be back to you next week. And thank a circus bug. Yeah.